0: Hey, hey, welcome back to Parents Have Special Needs 2, and I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Today, guys, we're going to do something a little different because I'm not able to edit my podcast, so we're just giving you the raw material here on episode 66, Your Voice of Advocation. So let me tell you a story about how this topic came about. Last night, I was cleaning the kitchen with my kids, and my son, my older son is helping. And then my daughter, Elizabeth. Um, and so we're cleaning the kitchen and Elizabeth just loves to help, but doesn't always know the right way how to help. Right? Like when I ask her to clear the table and we've gone over this before, but she is still trying to figure out what foods go where. Sometimes mom and dad put foods in the trash can, and sometimes we put the food in the fridge, sometimes we put the food in the sink, you know. And so we pour stuff in the sink, and so I can see how it'd be very confusing for her to look at the food and try to figure out does this go in the fridge, the trash can, or in the sink now. I had been clearing off some things off the table, trying to get them out of her reach, because when you ask her to help, she's like on the ball, helping right away. And you almost have to kind of jog around the kitchen to try to keep up with her, to be like, No, no, wait, wait, don't don't put the whole plate in the trash. The plate goes in the sink. You just scrape the food off and put that in the trash can and then you put the plate in the sink. And so I'm kinda hustling around trying to help her figure out what goes where and she's just going, going, going. And so because i couldn't keep up with her all the time i took some food and i put it on the higher counter hoping she can't reach it put it towards the back so that i can rinse some of the dishes off and get those in the dishwasher without needing to address these other items of food so i had taken a cup of maple syrup because we had had breakfast for dinner and i had put it on the counter and it and it was in like a little pouring cup and we had gotten the like pure maple syrup which is a lot more expensive than just the regular like pancake syrup that you would get. And so I had put that up on the counter towards the back and I'm washing the dishes and I'll turn around and put the dishes in the dishwasher. And we had already had a couple of encounters her and I where I was could feel the frustration was building and was taking deep breaths and was trying to stay calm. And as I am putting the dishes in the dishwasher, I hear my oldest son who's wiping the counter a little bit over there in the kitchen go, "Oh no, no And I turn around and I see that Elizabeth has grabbed the whole cup of maple syrup and dumped it all the way down in the sink. And it was a lot of syrup. And I was like, oh, like just trying to stay calm, taking deep breaths, because I really just wanted to lash out and be like, what are you doing? Like, stop touching everything. I took a deep breath and I took the cup away. I, I rinsed her hands off cause she'd gotten them sticky and I was like, honey, I need you to go and sit down over on the bench just so that we can finish this up. We we're so close to just being done. And so she's she sad. She goes over and sits down and I'm breathing deeply and my oldest son walks over and he goes, mom, I can tell you look kind of frustrated. Can I offer some suggestions? no, this is something that I do with my son when he's getting frustrated or he's having a hard time or whatever. I'll try to offer suggestions on how he can calm down, how he can figure out his emotions and figure out what to do next so he can learn how to, how to develop that skill. And so here he is trying to do the same thing. And I'm like, no, right now is not a good time. I'm feeling really frustrated and angry. Like I just need a minute. So, He walks back over to the table and he starts wiping the table down and cleaning. And I turn back around and I'm washing the dishes, breathing deep. And then out of nowhere, I feel these little arms wrap around my torso and give me a hug. And I know it's my son. And I immediately calm down. Like I can just feel it almost immediately just melt away which was really actually kind of surprising to me. And so I reached down and I grabbed his hands and grab his arms and, you know, say, thank you, but like, I really appreciate that. That actually helped a lot. And he was like, yeah, I just wanted to help you. And I had the thought that I need to come give you a hug. You needed a hug. And I, I was surprised at how accurate that was. I was like, I did. I didn't even know that I did, but it helped so much. Like, thank you. And I've been reflecting on that story and I've been thinking about advocating for our kids and about how often we all have this voice inside of our head that's saying they need this. Get this for them. Ask the doctor this thing dig deeper into this particular topic because it might be helpful. Check into this kind of a, of a disorder. Um, And I remember early on when I was first learning that my daughter had issues and that we were going to so many doctor's appointments, pretty much like a part-time job and spending tons of times talking with doctors and therapists and school psychologists and different schools and, and reading all sorts of things about what's going on with my daughter and how can I help her. And I remember in those early years, I would have thoughts and feelings about what to do and what to research and what to ask. And I would not listen because I felt early on like the doctors know better than me. This is what they do all day. These are specialists. I don't know. I just need to do what they say and trust that they know what they're talking about. Now, it's not that doctors don't, aren't trained in their field and they don't know what they're talking about, but they don't know my kid, but I didn't understand that then. And I did not understand how this voice inside of us, inside of me, was that voice of advocation for my child, that there was something inside of me that I just knew Almost like my son just knew that I needed a hug, even when I didn't know it. And it helped immensely. It's that same kind of a voice that each of us have inside of us that's telling us, your child needs this thing. Do this thing. Check into this thing. And oftentimes, I've learned it's not always something that I'm comfortable doing. Because it sounds like I am, I'm questioning the doctors. I'm questioning the therapists. I am... I am probably at some point being a pain in their butt, you know, and that I am, it might require me to wake up during the middle of the night and go check on my child or to do other things that often invite entering a space of discomfort. So that's one reason that I didn't always pursue it. And the second one was doubt that what I was actually thinking and feeling was uh, right You know, and sometimes you have that where you worry excessively about your kid and you're like, oh no, 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 this is going to happen. And then later on you find out it's just fine. So sometimes you reason like, ah, maybe I'm just being overly uh, worried, you know, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't worry. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. Let's just drop it and it'll be fine. But now that I'm several years into this game and I'm past those beginning stages, I'm starting to realize that that voice was a lot more accurate than I gave it credit. As I started to ask those questions and question the doctors and question what I was being told and follow the thought of looking into specific therapies and modalities and things for my child and my kids, I have often come to find that those are the things that move the needle for my kids. Those are the things that help them progress. Those are the things that bring equilibrium to our family. Those are the things that are healing us, healing them. And I discounted them for so long. And so what I want to share with you today and what was made so clear to me with this experience with my son is that we have this voice inside of us as their parents that tells us what they need when they don't know it. When the doctors don't know it. When the therapists don't know it. When the school psychologists don't know it. When all those people that do spend time with our kids that are professionals in their own right, they don't know it. But we do. And to trust that, because I've also had the experience where what I thought they needed led me to a place that actually helped me find what they needed. But I wouldn't have found that unless I was willing to follow that voice inside of me, follow those feelings that directed me towards that place. I had to go to a point a, B, and C before I found D, which is actually what they needed. So I'm here today advocating for you. I'm advocating for that inner voice and that inner feeling inside of you to follow it. If you find you struggle when it adv- comes to advocating for your child and for your family and what you need, I'm going to advocate for that voice right now and tell you follow it and see what happens. Because even if it's not initially what you need, it could probably get you to the thing that is what you need and what your kids need. So please take a leap of faith. Take a gamble on you, on that voice, on you being your child's parent and that you know. And even if you don't know up in your head, you probably know in your heart. So go for it and see what happens. All right, guys, that's what I got for you today. Have such a good week. Develop that voice, your inner voice of advocation. And until next time, take care.